0: Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories, brought to you by Refuge Ministries Canada. For the next half hour, your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show. Hi, this is Dave Shear with Refuge Freedom Stories. Today we're going to talk with Peter Zierhofer. Hi, Pete. How are you today? Doing well, Dave. And you just finished up your shift working, uh, where are you working? City of London, City of London, yes. Eh? Hamilton and Road Senior Center, and what are you
1: doing there? Well, it was closed as a seniors community center. Yep, with the COVID, of course. Mm-hmm. So uh, recently, as just a couple of weeks ago, we reopened as a homeless drop-in daytime center for, nice. for homeless. And, and is it uh, a resting center? For it's a resting. It's it's uh, they you know uh, provide hot drinks and a hot meal and mm-hmm. a place
0: to warm up and rest and so just a really good new program. Wow, it feels that's good to be awesome. back to work. I can imagine. Well, that's pretty interesting. Uh, what an opportunity there. And and uh, what were you doing before that? Before you started back up there? Well, I've done a, a number of things over the
1: years, but I guess more recently, it's, I've I've kind of always had my own side gig going. Yes. Uh, my own business. I've been in the uh, music business for a number of years. And and I still do that on a part-time level yes. on the internet, learning learning the ropes <laughs> of, of online yep. uh, e-commerce now, Okay, uh, but that's always been a part-time thing. I, I worked at um, Queen's uh, Village, which is a retirement home, mm-hmm. uh, downtown London, for a couple of years. Nice. So yeah, I've been keeping busy.
0: So all kinds of work with people, eh? Always with yeah. people, always working yeah. with people. Seems um, to be your gifting.
1: I like to maybe think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that God's always seems to put me in that sort of a position where I'm I'm dealing with people and absolutely and working with people
0: and and, and you, every day
1: before I get up I pray, I pray that I can bless at least one person in my right day on. so
0: and I'm sure you do it's a good prayer <laughs> I'm sure you do and you mentioned about music well I know that you're a drummer. Yes, and uh, play other instruments as well. Not very well. No, <laughs> I play the radio
1: pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I played um, drums, you know, for a number of years. I'm more specifically, in a, in a praise and worship band yes. environment, the last twenty plus years or so.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. And God's used your gifts in that area as well, eh? Well, you have a daughter that's a drummer as well.
1: Yes, one of my two daughters. Yep. is a drummer and a pretty <laughs> darn good one. She's better than her dad, I have to say. <laughs>
0: Well, Pete, we've known each other for a long time, actually, I think. Yes, we have been. It's been since grade school.
1: Yes, all the way and back to uh, public
0: school. Yeah, public school. I mean, you had just, I think you just came to Canada at that point, or am I wrong with
1: that? Uh, I was born and raised. Yeah, oh, born and raised in Canada. Canada. Yeah. In, in Canada. Yeah. Two of my three sisters mm-hmm. were born in Austria. Okay, yeah. I think it was late 50s, my parents. hmm wow. Not to age myself here, but I was yep. born, you know, early 60s, so yeah. uh, in London. St. Joe's, yeah, and yeah, I mean, we've—I uh, know—we had lost touch for a number of years, so yep. it was—it was a real blessing, man, to, and we to both, reconnect with you.
0: Since we, since childhood, we both have now become Christians. Yes, we have, and it—it's just ironic. It's how how we're part of the same family again. Yes. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just a surprise sometimes to run into people you've known years ago and got along with. Well, and now we're Christians and and we have something else in common, right? Absolutely. Wow, so your childhood, do you want to talk about how that was for you?
1: Yeah, I, you know, so I, I... I guess I'll start by saying I've got a couple of memories from being right around, maybe say around 10 years old, Mm -hmm. Uh, one that is not such a good good memory and another one that is a pretty good memory. And I'll say that uh, I grew up privileged, great parents, a great family. My parents stayed together. I would say I was spoiled as a kid. I was quite fortunate. I grew up in the Westbound area of of London, just Mm -hmm. kind of on the outskirts of Westbound on Commissioner's Road. But I remember, uh, you know, being about 10 years old and my parents having a party and somebody had given me some wine. Okay. And that was my first time experiencing that that buzz. Mm. And I, I can actually still remember a short amount of that event where it's like, wow, this feels really good. I mm-hmm. uh, like this, and that was my first taste uh, yeah. of alcohol. Yeah, and and and, and knowing that, or, or or sensing that buzz, and going, wow, you know, I like this. Mm-hmm. And I was a ten year old. I was just a little kid. Yeah, right? and that's kind of sort of where where those issues I think uh, originated. Okay. Back then. Yeah. So then the the better memory I have is right around that same age. So my parents, uh, my parents knew the Lord. They knew God. Mm-hmm. They believed. Yes. They were believers, but very liberal. Right. So I never grew up going to church, mm-hmm. per se. didn't see the Bible in the house too often. Yeah. But, it's, but my parents were talking about God and Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and so I did have that yeah. bit of influence, mm-hmm. right? But I, again, it was a very liberal yeah. environment. Mm-hmm. But next door to us, I remember we had one of my best friend's dad okay. who was a pastor. Yep. And they moved out of their home and they moved into downtown Wortley Village into a church. Okay and i remember going to sunday school mm-hmm. on a regular basis with this buddy of mine his yeah. dad was a pastor and the experience i remember is at 10 years old i remember being in sunday school and having an opportunity to receive jesus as a young little boy wow and just experiencing that whole thing, mm-hmm. and it was for real. Man, it was a, it was the real deal at and that young age. And was that through your friend's father's? church? yes, yes. Okay. yes. And then into my teens, I remember again a, a drinking experience at twelve years old. Mm-hmm. By the time I was fourteen, I was you know smoking cannabis and yeah. and and I was just a wild teenager. Yeah. Uh, so I went a whole different direction mm-hmm. all through my teens. Oh yeah. But always knew that God was there. And I don't doubt for a fact, you know, Dave, when I think about just from that time of 10 years old till I was in my early 20s, how many times I should have died. And different things that happened where I know God's hand was on my life and protecting me. There was a, a close call bo- boating accident when I was 14. We almost had a head-on collision when I was 10 years old, shortly mm-hmm. after that experience with, yeah. with Sunday school. When I was 18, we the seven of us were in a bad car accident. I was sitting beside my best buddy at the time. He didn't make it. Oh, boy. And we, the, the our other six of us just got by, just by, uh, you know, a fine yeah. hair with our lives. Whoa. You know,
0: and, and other close calls and situations that I can think of. Mm. So just a, a whole flurry of different situations. For some reason, you survived where you probably shouldn't have. Absolutely. Mm. Yes, Yeah, I've often joked that I could write a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was up till you're in your 20s, right? Yeah,
1: yeah t- so I, I had met the mother of my, my two daughters, at yes. a uh, very young age, mm-hmm. uh, about 18, 19. We had my oldest daughter when uh, I was about 20, So we were very young and then 14 months later had my second daughter. It was a very rocky relationship. You know, I I don't give her all the blame. I don't give myself all the blame. We were both very messed up. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of wrong things, but we had two wonderful kids together and we
0: tried. We were young, we tried. We tried to make it work. And they don't give you an instruction manual. There's no manual, yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's like, here you, you know? go, guys. Let's yeah. see if you can work, figure it out, right?
1: Exactly. And I remember when she was pregnant with my first daughter, her parents sitting us down mm-hmm. and saying, look, you can't do this. You need, to have, you need to abort this baby. You guys aren't ready. Right. And even then, I knew, the, I knew enough about God to know in my heart that that's not the way I wanted to go. Yes. And I said, that's not going to happen. So we, we split up. I ended up in, in car sales
0: hmm Oh, I'm at, sorry to hear that. No, I'm just yeah.
2: kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you that, buddy. And guess what? Used cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know what? Some very good people have been used car sales, yes. my dad being one of them. Oh, there so, you go.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I know a few. Yeah. So things were really, um, at that point, pretty crazy for me. I was drinking, partying every night. Yeah. Well, right around that period, I was doing a lot of drugs. I was dealing cocaine, working at the
0: dealership, partying every night. You're making some money at both?
1: Yeah, I was yeah, making money, yeah. but I was spending it as quick as I was oh, making I see, it, yeah. and things were really just a mess in my life. Uh, I would say in general, but there was those two girls, right? Mm-hmm. So I I, re, I remember the uh, the first uh, year that uh, we had split up for good, and she had them, right? And she was going through a lot of her own stuff yes. uh, with addictions and so on, and I was going through all of my stuff, and. I, I decided I've, I've got to get it together, and I have to do something about my life and my situation. And make a long story short, in August of '88, I ended up taking custody of my daughter. Okay, yeah, that's that's what ended up happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Is I, I ended up with full full custody of them. So you'd done some work to get to that spot, I would. Well,
1: I, I mean, I even at that time when I first for the first uh, year or so that I had custody of my daughters, whenever my my parents would take them for mm-hmm. a weekend, yep. I was out
0: partying. That was right. your time, right? Yeah. So
1: I'll just I'll just share with you uh, quickly how how I, how I ended up receiving the Lord as as an adult for the first time ah. in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. So I'm living in one of my father's homes. He had real estate, and I, I had rented out the main level, and I was living with my daughters. And this was like the first year that they were with me. And I remember I would go. Uh, out and party maybe every couple, three weeks when my mom would take my daughters. Right. Okay, so we had the rooms downstairs rented out to two guys. One guy was just evil and the other guy was a Christian. Okay. And believe it or not, they had to go through my kitchen to get down into their rooms Mm -hmm. where they lived.
0: So they had to come in the main door. Yes, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I would come home at two and three o'clock in the morning, drunk from partying, Well, my mom was taking care of my daughters and there's my buddy, I could say his name, right? Yeah, yeah, because he, he he'll probably listen to this. I haven't yeah. talked to him for a while, but his name's Wesley James. Okay, and Wesley James was just a short, quiet guy mm-hmm. who would be standing in my kitchen at two o'clock in the morning with a Bible in his hand, <laughs> and I thought he was nuts. Like, <laughs> I thought he was flat out yeah. freaking nuts. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and and, and like, I don't want to hear this. Like, I you know, I yeah. want to go to bed. I want to pass out. <laughs> and he'd start quoting scripture. So this happened. I don't know. Probably. Who knows a few times yeah and he kept inviting me to church mm-hmm. so i think i finally got tired of him inviting me yes and and i thought and i said you know what one day i said i'm going to do it for my daughters for for sunday school mm-hmm. and i remember the very first day going to church with wesley and my daughters, sitting at the very back. This is how God works, Dave. Yeah, yeah. The praise and worship leader mm-hmm. is a buddy from from uh, Westbound Public School. Oh, Mark uh, Mark Kruger. Okay, Mark, yeah. Yeah, Mark, yeah. 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 Well, he's the praise and worship leader. Isn't hey, Zierhoffer, right. is that you? Yeah. <laughs> so again, trying to make a long story short, I, I remember I was about 24 years old. Yeah. I just got custody of my daughters.
0: Yeah. And I gave my heart to Jesus. that day. Wow. And that's when things started to. That's you know. fantastic. Is that the first time you went to church with your, the fellow that. Absolute you know? first time. Yeah. And then you get there and then Mark is there and he's the worship leader. And that night, was it a daytime or a nighttime? It was service? a day, a, a Sunday daytime. Yeah. Service. yeah. And, uh, and you gave your heart to the Lord. Wow. Yes. Wow. Where to go from there? I raised my daughters. Mm-hmm. I, I ended up quitting
1: uh, the car business. The hours yeah. were crazy. I remember becoming like a full time dad at that time, yeah, and then I slowly got back working again, part-time, and then full-time. Then I started my, my drum business, mm-hmm. okay, and I, I raised my kids, and it was, uh, like you said, man, the best way you put it, there was no manual, right? Right, yeah. So it was not an easy road. If I can say this, I think when, you know, sometimes people think when you when you give your heart to God that everything's going to be smooth sailing, it's going to be an easy road, but we still make mistakes, we still fall, and I made a lot of mistakes, Yeah. but when I look back, there's Absolutely no way I could have done it without God in my life, Dave. Oh yeah, I hear you. And when I think about some of the stuff I went through with my daughters as a single dad, there's just no chance Mm -hmm. that I could have I could have gone through it without God or 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 had that you know having that protection Mm -hmm. over them and keeping them safe through all of that. Absolutely, absolutely. It was a long road, but it was a good road. And
0: yep no regrets <laughs> oh, absolutely and and you attribute uh, you can definitely see that god has worked through your life and helped you through all these things again like as we go without a manual and we learn and we live and we make our mistakes but god's there and he never forsakes us eh and inspires us and and continues to, you know, dust us off, set us back on our feet and point us in the direction to go, right? Absolutely. Yeah, really. absolutely. And you
1: know, I, ha- I have to say that after the fact, everybody makes mistakes, everybody falls. I made some pretty stupid decisions after, you know, after walking with God and going to church for many years, I still ended up doing things that um, that were poor choices on my part. Mm-hmm. So what I want to share, Dave, is when we look at ourselves as humans, Okay? We have what I believe is a spirit, our spirit man, mm-hmm. a soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, and of course, our body. Right. When we choose with all our heart and sincerely to turn our lives over to God, to receive Jesus as our Savior, Okay? I believe a scriptural that our spirit person, our spirit man, then becomes 100% perfect in the, in the sight of God, mm-hmm. born again, right? A new, a new creation in Christ. And God sees us from that point on as 100% righteous. We're reconciled to God. We are sanctified. We're holy before him. Okay, we're justified. Okay, we've been bought at a very high price by Christ's blood on the cross. Mm -hmm. But the thing that's interesting about that is that that doesn't instantly happen to our body or our soul. That is progressive. So even though in our spirit we're perfect, okay, it's a progress of working that out in our lives. Absolutely. And it's a different journey for every single person. Mm. Okay, so, and you know, in in the Bible where Paul talks about being the, the king of sinners, right? The chief of sinners, however he puts mm. it, I can relate to that because since I've met Christ, he's come into my life and it's been so real and so awesome. I've fallen many times. I've done a lot of stupid things. But if there is, you know, this is kind of a cliche statement, but if there's one person hearing this that this can help, what I'm about to say, it would be it would make it all worthwhile. I agree. And what that is, is that when when Jesus went to the cross, he didn't just take our sins, Dave. Okay, he took all of God's wrath and anger, disease, sickness. Provision, you name it. He took it all on the cross in our place. And God's not angry at us. God's not up there punishing us, okay? So when you screw up, God doesn't ever give up. He never gives up on me. And that's the one thing that as many times as I've screwed it up in life, He's always showed me that He doesn't give up on me. Don't
0: give up on yourself all right yeah yeah i get that man i I agree i relate also to paul and that what he would had said because i've done the same thing in my walk and it's been up and down and all around and the only person that's been sound on the ground is god and he never gives up on me never lets me go Yes, he never leaves me and never forsakes me right and where people will well we'll do that to one another god will never do that to us you know yes exactly and we are works under construction Absolutely. And that will continue until the day of Christ Jesus. Yes. in us every single one of us, so if there's someone listening too who thinks they've got it all together right and thinks they've reached that goal, guess yeah. what? The Bible says you haven't. There's no, still, more, right. still more You're still running going. the race. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Run the good race. But realize you're still running the race. That's right. right. Yeah. until yep. we meet up with him. Absolutely, man. Yes, and it's encouraging because if I had heard when I was going through different things in my life what you right. are saying today, mm-hmm. it would have really encouraged me. Right, because I thought that there were a whole bunch of people that had it all together. That, yes, and, and I was the move. I was, was the like weirdo. You know? yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, you know, today, if you were to, thanks for leaving that message because it's so important, but is there Mm -hmm. anything else you'd like to say? I usually ask people if there's something you would tell your younger self, if Mm -hmm. you could go back in time, or or perhaps a scripture verse that you would like to leave. Uh,
1: Yeah, I tell my younger self, uh, (laughs) grow up quicker. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. Good luck with that, right? <laughs> Don't, do Don't do it that way. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I remember so. back at one point, almost striking for a bike club. Yeah. And you know that turning point of, of getting my daughters mm-hmm. and and making that commitment and that man uh, standing in the kitchen with his Bible. Yep. That I just wanted to take and smash over <laughs> yeah. over the head with at the time, right? Yep. Like you know, it's. I guess my point is God puts people in your path. Mm. and give them a chance, right? I guess uh, I've got a couple scriptures I would probably share based on all of the stuff we're talking about. So my my favorite Old Testament scripture Mm -hmm. is, and I guess I'll kind of paraphrase this, Psalm 25, 4 to 6. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me because you are God my Savior and my hope is in you all day long. Wow! Awesome. Man. That's one of my. That's my favorite Old Testament mm-hmm. scripture that's got me through. And again, uh, my my favorite New Testament script, scripture <laughs> is Philippians one six. Being confident of this, that he who has begun a good work in you shall see it through to completion until the day of Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. That's the verse I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, buddy. Right thank on. you. Well, thank you so much for, for taking this time. I thank be, you. I appreciate you your, your, your inviting your blessing, me here. You're a blessing in my life. And now Back through this, you, you will be a blessing in many people's lives. And I hope so. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Thanks, God bless buddy. you. God man. bless you, man.